The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. You are listening to an RPA production where people gather. Ladies and gentlemen, Real Paranormal Activity is proud to present the Sandman Lullaby with your host, Patrick Sean Jones. Sleep, sleep, beauty bright, dreaming in the joys of night. Sleep, sleep in thy sleep, little sorrow, sit and weep. Sweet babe in thy face, soft desire I can trace. Sweet joys and secret smiles, little pretty infant wiles. As thy soft limbs I feel, smiles as the morning still over thy cheek and over thy breast where thy little heart does rest oh the cunning wows that creep in thy little heart asleep when thy heart does awake then the dreadful night shall break here on RPA. Yeah, that's the Real Paranormal Activity Network. Uh, I'm trying to figure out what I was going to do tonight. And uh, at the radio station, they're having a marathon. We're having our fall. uh, Is it our winter? I think it's our winter. Winter marathon. It's our winter marathon here at uh, WMNF Tampa. And uh, this is when we try to raise money to keep the radio station going. And because uh, we only have like an operating budget of like six months or something yeah, like yeah. that. That's Ricky sitting across <laughs> from me, by the way. And uh, 
this is about the only time of year, you know, we do this like, like 17 days out of the year trying to raise money. We're like PBS, the PBS of music in Tampa. So, uh, yeah, if you're out there and you're able to contribute, go to WMNF.org and hit the uh, tip jar and you'll you'll learn more about the radio station that I'm at. But the thing was, I ran in the back and I was like, man, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? What am I going to do? And dude, Ricky was back there. Ta-da. And let, let me introduce you something about Ricky. I interviewed Ricky on the realms. And uh, that was before we started doing uh, uh, the Sandman lullaby because I do a heavy metal show at the radio station. And Ricky, you got a show. Yeah, uh, Morning Soul, Saturday mornings, 3 a.m. to 6. Uh, co-hosted by uh, Izzy, uh, my guy Izzy. So, uh, yeah, yeah, every Saturday morning, 3 a.m. Morning Soul And it's all soul music? Not, well, it's mostly 60s, 70s, 80s Blended 90s, 2000s stuff But I'm kind of switching my format To include, you know, light rock Other stuff I grew up listening to as well That That's just, in my mind Classical, great, all-around songs Just, you know I'm sitting here, uh hitting volumes because my my <laughs> mic is like way up and yours is like way low oh well well it goes back and forth uh okay well let's let's jump into some things uh when i interviewed you once before uh you were talking about uh you're a believer of uh the paranormal the ghosts yeah, yeah. and you experience that and uh in normal life mm-hmm. so how has anything changed lately from that well not not so much not so much it's it's um i haven't as an adult i guess you know when you're younger right. child you're more open to things because you you haven't been fed a bunch of crap to believe that's not real that is not real you didn't see it so what you see is what you saw right and so but like as an adult now other than this one reoccurring dream that i've pretty much had the entirety of my life from like 11 to 12 until I think the last time I had it was about five, six years ago. But it's, it's like, uh, it's like now, like looking at you, like talking to you, it's right. like, I remember it. Like, just well, but let's, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. You said it's been a reoccurring dream. Yeah. It's been a reoccurring dream. Is this the only reoccurring dream that you've had? Actually, most of your I, life? I, I believe I sleep in a void. I don't dream much. What do you think the land of dreams comes from? Uh, <laughs> well, we got a point, but like you say, some people dream every night. Right. I pretty much it's like I go to sleep, it's darkness. I wake up <laughs> and I'm refreshed. <laughs> and you, you just boom, and then I'm close your boom, eyes, and boom. And when I have a, then when I have, it's either that dream or very, very few times I actually, especially in my adult life, I have dreams. That's like the one a couple of days ago. I remember that because it was it, it stood out in a way that I couldn't seem to grasp the concept of. Um, you know how you try to get somebody's attention. Right. And for some reason, it's like everybody's ignoring you. Right. Like no matter what you do, nobody's paying you any attention. Right. Well, that particular dream was. Um, I woke up. In someone's bathroom. Right. No idea how I got there. But in my dream, I remember going to sleep in my own house, in my own bed, whatnot. 
But I woke up in someone else's bathroom. Now, some of the occupants of that house I knew. But it's like I'm cross town there, way cross town, and I have no idea how I got here, when I got here, why am I here? <laughs> but except for the people who know me, the only two people who talk to me are the ones who know me, and they don't, I can't even get them to understand why I'm here. <laughs> because they're like, I don't get it. You're here, but you're not here. I'm like, I don't get it. I know I'm here, but I want somebody to tell me how I got here. Right. <laughs> and I couldn't get an answer throughout the whole dream. I'm being accused of sleeping with someone's wife. Somebody I don't know, never saw, never heard of. And it's like, he got this one problem. I'm still trying to figure out my problem on top of trying to explain to this dude. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> But can you please help me figure out what's going on with me? <laughs> so it, 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 now that I think about it, it kind of has a comical aspect to it. Right. But at that time, it was just so the realness of it was so vivid. I, I was like, man. <laughs> and then every the places I'm going in the dream, I know I've been to. I know I've been. How do you get that feeling that you know you've been there before? Well, because it's like it's streets. Right. I see this clearly. The only right. thing I don't see clearly are the faces, the faces of the people, but like the streets, the names. What's your belief in places. past life uh, progression or regression uh, or pa- living past lives? Uh, I'm a, I'm that's, that's kind of, that's kind of tough one to fall in line with. Right. But like I told you, I do have this one reoccurring dream. Okay. What's, so what's I'm that? Not saying, well, let's get into the reoccurring dream. And then we'll we'll figure out the because you say it goes hand in hand. Yeah, yeah, it kind of goes hand in hand with what I'm not with that particular dream. That was something different, right? Just, um, and by the way, I woke up still not having fully grasping what that was about. <laughs> All I knew it was it felt weird, right? It was weird, and I wanted to move on from it. <laughs> but the um the one dream I've been having since I was like eleven, maybe eleven. 12 it only happened so many years right. it's the same exact thing it's like the 1950s 50s the make model car clothes everything i'm driving down a road in california a mountain road and apparently they got um it's a two i don't understand this is like a two lane you gotta kind of wait for these cars stop while these cars go, and these cars go, and some, some, something kind of like that. Right. Well, um, the odd thing about it is, I feel like me. Everything about the being driving the car says Ricky. Um. Spiritually, I feel me. You know what I'm saying? But when I grab the rearview mirror to look in the mirror, I see a kind of middle-aged white guy but it's like it's like now i'm raising my hand when right, i look right. at my hand i know it's me I, I i i know it's me with every fiber this is me but when i look in the mirror i don't see me <laughs> but somehow i know that's me if if that makes any sense to you <laughs> well anyway um driving along and uh i guess some they had they kind of have a part where it's kind of wide on the road and one car goes around me 
And at that moment, something kind of felt felt odd about it because the car kind of like slows down. So now instead of moving at a decent speed, it's like a slower speed. And um, I noticed the guy, I checked the review again. And I noticed the car behind me as well. And uh, I get fired on. I get multiple from the front and the back shots fired. And uh, going around the bend, crash through the barrier. You feel it, everything, like uh, frailing out, legs jerking, arms just trying to, like, kind of trying to catch yourself. But just like you, I'm feeling everything from the bullets to everything. And right before it uh crashes to the bottom, it's like I'm jerked out, like I'm jerked out of whatever situation that is. And then I wake up. Couple years later, same dream, jerked out. Couple years later, same dream, jerked out. <laughs> so, can't really explain it. Tried explaining it to a couple other people who. In Puerto Rico, we call ourselves Boricua. We are proud, passionate, and full of life. On our island, adventure finds you. Strangers aren't strangers for long. The size of the audience doesn't change the beauty of the music. And we celebrate every last ray of sun. Live Boricua. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Not so much looking for insight, but just trying to kind of just get it off my consciousness or get it off my mind, thinking if I tell somebody else what happened, maybe they can give me something I'm missing. Right. Something I'm not seeing. Right. And it was just kind of but yet still haven't really got that uh that answer that makes it make sense for me do you recognize any of the tags on the cars to tell you what lo- no they didn't see any they no see tags. Any. all i know it's in i got a feeling it's in california right it, it, it's just like everything about the whole situation says i know where i am i know who i am but this is not I know where I am. I know who I am. I know I'm on this road. I know I'm in the state of California. But this is me, not me, driving this car. It's me being shot, but it's not me being shot. But <laughs> so it's like I feel it. Like if somebody came up and punched me in my face, I feel it. Like it's really happening to me. But right all the time, right before it crashes, I'm jerked out. Have you ever did research on this? No, no, never, never. So, because I really gave it much thought, like after the first time. Right. Then it happened a second time. I just thought it was just, I don't know, just, all right. I guess throughout my life, I'm a, just at some points in my life, this is just going to come up. And until I figure it out or just decide to ignore it, keep ignoring it, it's just going to finally play yourself out at some point well see that's what made me wonder about past life regression Mm. if you ever did past life regression or anything like that 
Nah, I'm, I'm not saying I don't believe, but it's because something like that, to a degree, kind of would make you. Uh, well, maybe it was a right. a, a different life, but <laughs> then you're like, well, goddamn, if it's a different life, then maybe I need to straighten up in this one. <laughs> well, no, that's that's the that's the biggest thing that I've really learned about getting knowledge and uh, I'm not sure if I would call myself what title I'd actually call myself but the one thing I've learned it's uh, live it live it live it mm. live it live it to the core ride, ride ride that donkey donkey hey that's the I mean if you gotta make it rain make it rain <laughs> hey that's the plan but, you know I'm, 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 I am trying to achieve financial freedom <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think we all are. Hey, uh, since you were talking about that, uh, what about? Uh, tell me a little bit about your grandmother. Uh, on my father's mom, I don't really know much about. I know she's still alive. My grandmother Martha, who's in uh, Mariana, Florida, she's uh, she's in the eighties. Very, I would like to see a spiritual woman. Um. You know much? I I can't <laughs> because um, if you could think of one thing that she probably taught you, what what would you say she taught you? I wouldn't say go with the flow, but to uh, not shy away from what you believe. That's kind of the main aspect of what she kind of not force fed, but made us understand. If you have an understanding of something, don't let nobody change your perspective of it. And, uh, you know, she's a heavy Christian woman, stuff like that. Now, if you asking me about stuff like what I just explained to you, I would have to tell you about my great grandmother. Okay. Tell me about your great grandmother. She's the one who would tell me, uh, she wanted me from my understanding when I was younger, she liked to have me around her a lot. And she lived like deep in the woods, uh, you know, kind of old shack houses outhouse on the outside well before she had one built before she put she moved into a more modern house kind of before she passed away and but when i i remember from the first time i met her just that house the outhouse because it was my first time ever seeing a house with an outhouse where you can't go to the bathroom in the house it was my first time ever seeing that and for some reason she used to like me to um just be out there stay with her just uh probably visit spend a night stuff like that so but she was more um when i saw i i would see a lot of things kind of out that way i would say just uh um, i just thought it was just a country you know because i came from the city to the country staying with my grandparents meet my great-grandmother stuff like that and so you out there in the woods playing and you're by yourself imagination kind of run wild that's like one time I thought I saw a entity in her house and when I told her about it she went and got the bible and said let's pray didn't, have, didn't fully grasp why we needed to do that but she it kind of stuck out to her then um, I saw something else she was cooking and I was sitting on the, at the table talking to her and uh you know how you see something but you're not sure kind of the peripheral you think so when you turn you don't see nothing so you don't think much about it 
and she uh, bent over and she was in the refrigerator and I saw something run by her. Now she ain't got no cats. She got a dog, but it's outside. And I know the difference between a dog and something. So I looked, I looked and uh, kind of got speechless. And then it came by again. And I guess she was trying to find something in the refrigerator. So she was talking to me at the same time. And I'm, I can't say anything, but I see it clearly this time. And it kind of stopped in points, kind of stopped in points. And when it ran off the last time is when she was like kind of lifting out. She was kind of like lifting out of the refrigerator. She found whatever she was rummaging for, came back. And I told her what I saw. And when I described it to her, once again, had to grab the Bible, pray, stuff like that. And uh, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, that's kind of where I've seen the most stuff at in the country. Younger, kind of open to it. Ain't really been told it's not true. Ain't really been told it's uh not believable, stuff like that. So, young, imaginable, I guess. And what yes. lesson did she teach? I believe believe just uh have faith because like i said once again kind of heavy on the spiritual side heavy bible person not not out gotta preach the word gotta i just met you and i gotta tell you about jesus but her faith was strong and she did believe in demons and angels and stuff like that so so i guess when i kind of described it to her it wasn't nothing new she she didn't make light of it. <laughs> she didn't just dismiss it as a child's uh, imagination running. She actually, in my mind, she actually took it to heart and felt praying and saying and, and, and speaking the word over the situation would kind of make it better or go away. She had belief in it. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Totally. So ratio of uh, you said you don't dream as much as you normally Normally, maybe somebody else would. I really don't believe that. But the ratio between uh, good dreams, bad dreams? Mm, I would say not that bad. Not not um, not that far apart. Action dreams? Mm, mm, very few. Very few. Well, I'm actually doing something strenuous, I would say. Have you ever woke up in a situation where you thought that, you know, you, you hit on something earlier, but like you're out of body, like maybe you maybe astral projected or anything like that. Or have you ever studied astral projection? No, I've never studied it, but that's kind of what I felt. That's kind of what I felt, especially um, it may seem simple, but, you know, the kind of like when you go to the bathroom. Right. But you think you're going to the bathroom, stuff like that. But like I said, it's few and far because I, I, I don't um. Do you think that could actually somebody that doesn't really practice and that something happened just out of the blue that would possibly be astral projection? I can't be definitive of it, but I would say so. Yeah. To a degree. Yeah. It's because, you know, some people, you know, they don't naturally need to be taught. They just boom. And they just surprises the hell out of you. Hmm. Well, if I could do that, then <laughs> oh, that w- that would be awesome. If you could meet any, what now? I said, if I could actually do that, that would be awesome for one. Right. Just to be able to just like be out of body and be anywhere you want, see whatever you want and still make it back to. Yeah. 
<laughs> see, see, I know what's crazy about that. Some of my favorite movies are the insidious movies, right? <laughs> and you know, uh, the little boy can leave his body, right? But you got all the other ghosts that want to come back to life, and it's like an empty shell that they can feel only if they can get there before he gets back. <laughs> so that's kind of, I know that's kind of off from what we saying but it's just kind of put me in that mind state a little bit. that's good living or dead because we're almost reaching the end of this real here mm-hmm. uh if uh living or dead uh if you could meet anybody in your dreams uh who would that be and why my father i would say my father and my grandfather when did they leave uh my father left when i was probably about 10 9 my grandfather a couple of years after that. How, and, uh, old were, how old were you? My grandfather passed. I was probably, I would say 13, 13, 12, somewhere up in there. But my, uh, my father had got sick, but I didn't really, I didn't really know him. So I would like to, um, what I know of him and what I heard of him from my mom, I would like to say is one-sided. Because she has her uh, she has her memories and the things she went through. So she, I can't say she can't feel how she chooses to feel. But it's two sides to every story. And since we uh, we left, she left to get away from him. I'm not saying he was no saint. I'm not saying she's no she was telling no stories of just embellishing the truth to trying to make us be like he was just this terrible, terrible person. But. I would like to uh, speak with him for one, just on that, just to get his side of things. And uh, I guess just to spend some time with my father. That would be one one person. And my grandfather, just so I could say thank you. There's a whole lot that was done. Like I said, when we came down, there was a whole lot that was done that went unappreciated. That uh, me, myself, just didn't understand how he was and why he was the way he was. But as I got older and I became a father and certain decisions had to be made and you got to do certain things and look a certain way to your kids. You kind of start to grasp what your parents or your grandparents went through or whoever raised you. You, you start to understand. So I would like one would just be to tell them thank you for what you could give me and what you did give me. So which was a better understanding of being a man, which I didn't understand at that time, but now I fully do. Being a father, a grandfather, stuff like that now. So, dude, you just step up, just boom, there you go. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm about to get out of here. Uh, usually, like I said, we're heard all over the world. Yeah, all over the world. I can't even say all the number of countries it's a hundred you know i don't know it's just ridiculous uh because like we're on iHeartRadio, spotify itunes blah, blah. it's just aaron hunter did a lot of a lot of footwork to get the rpa network really where it's at right now and uh i'm gonna set back from the microphone hmm. and i want you to hit me with some of your words of wisdom it's going out to everybody out there so uh let them know what uh ricky has to say no. Okay, I'll jump right into that. But okay. can I say this first? Uh, Go ahead. Shout out to my homeboy Thomas Frick, young. Uh, we do a lot of. We've started doing some indie movies, and he has a YouTube channel, The Darkest Case. Season one and two is out. 
I myself appear in season three. We did a we did a short called um, we did uh, we just recently did a short which was at the Tampa Bay Film Festivals stuff like that got got great reviews called Cold On and um, yeah shout out to him and shout out to my kids uh, my girlfriend my lady uh, Ethel Jackson who, who you met that night yeah. that we were here yeah <laughs> still a handful still a firecracker <laughs> man. <laughs> um yeah, but if I had to if I was able to give anybody any advice that they would find worthy of listening to, it would be just live, man. Live. Live fullest, man. I I heard something that stuck with me a long time ago is I don't want to die full. I want to I want to die empty. And I didn't mean I didn't understand the meaning of that at that time, but now I completely do it. You got dreams. It don't matter how old you are. You got places you want to go. It don't matter how young you are. Well, it doesn't matter how young you are. But um, when you're of age to make those decisions, live, man. Do it. Because one thing I've learned is that the one place you find the most ideas, and I always ask people this, where's the one place you get the most ideas that were never manifested? The dreams that were never accomplished? The things that people always wanted to do that they never did? And a lot of people like to tell me prison because there's so many people in prison who can do so many amazing things. And I tell them the graveyard. I tell them the graveyard because there's people who had ideas that could have probably changed certain aspects of life for us as we know it today. But they wasn't financially able, so they never went forward with even trying to make it happen. There's musicians. There's storytellers. There's books we'll never know. There's songs we'll never hear that probably could have been monumental to your life in some form or fashion so live don't die full die empty whatever you're trying to accomplish go forward do it make it happen it don't matter how much time uh one of my favorite singers passed away last year charles bradley 63 years old when he finally got his break at some time it will love you back just never stop loving what you want to do that's all i could that's the only advice I would give people, man. Live. Dude, can't do nothing better than that. Because <laughs> uh, without that, boom, you drop to the ground. Yeah. Uh, don't forget, on Monday, you have Aaron Hunter and uh, Real Paranormal Activity, the podcast. He actually takes your stories that you send in and uh, talks to you about the world of the paranormal. And on Tuesday, if Aaron Frail is back, uh, he broke his leg, so we're not really sure when he's going to be back. But if he has uh, something... He should have something then. Maybe, maybe not, but there's no rush on it. Aaron, you're the man. And uh, on Wednesday, you have Terry Davenport with uh, Terry's Mysterious Moments. He does like Bigfoot things and uh, <laughs> cryptoids, haunted uh, hotels, and just anything really crazy like that. Hey, uh, quick question. If they need to get in touch with you, how do they get in touch with you? Uh, you can reach me at, uh, you, can, uh, you can hit me email at CollinsRicky40. At gmail.com. I got a, you can hit me on um, Facebook at Ricky Collins. Uh, you can hit me on Twitter at uh, Gutter South 813. That's G U T T S O U F F 813. Uh, just, it's kind of just the platforms right now, those three mainly. Dude, 
Every time. You're out there. Party man. Uh, I think that's about it. All right. I appreciate you having me. Dude, I appreciate you being my savior. Like I said, I've been waiting to see you. I was like, dude, come here, come here. I, I, I could do this real quick. Yeah, well, we supposed to got together a couple months back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We, 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 we were supposed to, I well, guess. Well, see, uh, this is season two now. That was season yeah. one. See, okay. I just jumped uh, I just jumped into a next season. Okay. So, uh, which is actually pretty cool. So, this is like the third show of the second season so mm. yeah it's it's, it's we're, we're we're going places we got like a there's going to be a uh a video show on the network oh wow. so you got the podcast then you got like video of uh paranormal uh ghost teams and stuff mm-hmm. like that it's all part of the network it's you know we're 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 somewhere we're up and coming we're up and coming what can i say rpa network rpa is, network Dude, I'll have to save that. <laughs> that'd be that'd be that'd be my station ID, uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. This is Patrick Sean Jones saying thank you. See you next time. And uh, you've been in the Sandman lullaby. See you next time. Same bad channel. Same bad time. Yeah.